a bird fly as high as possible. A human, uh, I don't feel like waking up today. I don't want to work out. I'll save it for tomorrow. And you know what I'm saying? There's so many different dynamics inside of a human that blocks them from being their most epic self, from operating in their artist power. But when you operate in your artist power, you obliterate any of those energies that's in the way and you're operating from your highest self. That is an epic being. Let's go! Welcome to Becoming an Epic Being with your host, Sukoon. As an advocate of conscious living, my mission is to help you young adults navigate through the confronting issues of your generation, question conventional beliefs, and choose authenticity, because that is where your true joy lies. Each week, I dive into raw conversations with inspiring guests who have undergone big shifts and are here to offer you the tools to do the same. So get ready to step up your game and jump on the ride as you begin the journey towards the next stage of your self-evolution. Guys, I am so excited to be bringing this conversation to you today. So one of my missions with this podcast is to ignite curiosity and inspire change. And my guest today, Garen Jones, is a living embodiment of exactly that. The more I learn about this man's story, the more it blows my mind. And there's so much to unpack from his life story. But in a nutshell, here is someone who grew up in what you would call literally dire circumstances, where his parents split at the age of when he was four years old, and he had to choose who to go with, ended up being with his father, who was not the best influence because he got swayed in the world of drugs and crime, and yet somehow managed to achieve early success as a model celebrity and rapper was still having financial issues, got caught up in greed, scarcity got the best of him, and he ended up getting caught with smuggling 6.2 kilos of heroin and being sent to prison in a foreign country. Now, how he got out of prison is a whole other story, which unfortunately we couldn't cover today, but you can dive into yourself. He's talked about this in a bunch of other podcasts like Impact Theory and a lot of others, but basically involved a lot of mindset shift and being inspired by the movie Shawshank Redemption with this whole thing of you can take away anything from me, but you can't take away my mind. What I find absolutely fascinating about Garen is that he has actually implemented every single piece of advice out there. So much so that he is now recognized as a global transformational healer and leader. Garen is also the author of Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. Cannot wait to read this one and speaks on stages all around the world. His videos online on healing, mindset, and authenticity are viewed by millions of people. He is also the pioneer of his program, Artist Power, which essentially helps people unlock their inner child to bring an unprecedented level of authenticity and confidence to every area of their life. Honestly, guys, this man is something else. But I will also say something that he keeps beautifully reinforcing is that if you resonate with him, that means there's a reflection of him that's inside of you. Side note, this chat was almost rescheduled because of a last minute change in Gavin's plan where he had to be on daddy duty and his baby's baby soul's nanny had canceled. Also, the reason why we couldn't dive into too much detail because we were pressed for time. Baby soul was getting restless and you will hear her background noises. So this brief conversation has literally got Gavin dropping his nuggets. Enjoy guys. Oh, 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 oh,
great to have you here, Garin. What's alive in you today? What's alive for me is uh, my company and the movement that's around it is growing faster than any container that I can create. And it's like, how do you contain God? Because I didn't create it. I just allowed it to flow through me. And because there's no agenda or ulterior motive, I'm selfishly sorting after and I'm just purely tending to the energy. It's taking right. waves like nothing I've ever created in my entire life. And I'm just being a witness while being a channel at the same time. I'm just like, witness, channel. Ooh, this is interesting. And and it makes sense. So that uh, that's what's alive in me. And that same energy is overflowed into my, my marriage, friendships, money. And it's something that I that I'm... I'm teaching in real time. So it's a beautiful, especially when you're aligned and you're plugged into nature, benefit from nature's resources. Beautiful. Yeah, I just got to say that I am so deeply moved by the embodiment of your being and who you've become. I mean, like from having a series of rough experiences right from your childhood to somehow finding the strength within yourself to tap into your inner power and bring your magic to the world now it's just huge man like i'm just like you know one of those things that you just can't get over and i've been tuning into a lot of your conversations so i'm fairly familiar with your story by now and even then there's so much to deconstruct within that but your life has obviously been like this you know whole roller coaster where you had a taste of success early in your career about 20 years ago and then you fell right back on the ground with this shock from the universe where you were sent to prison and from there, you build yourself back up. And here you are now serving the world. So what's this chapter of your life called? The best dad in the world. <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. That. that incubation is making everywhere better. Because it's so yeah. difficult if you want to lean in. Because I'm not being passive about being a father. I'm actually being the number one support and I, I recognized early on that she she has more rhythm than most humans and that started when she was six months so and I was like oh my goodness and so then started a healing journey for me because when I was that little wanting to sing my mom didn't have the she didn't have the emotional intelligence at that time it's only do they they know best um she didn't have the emotional intelligence at that time to equip me with a community that could support me in where I, in what was wanting to come through, which was my voice. And mm. mom always told me to shut up. I'm watching, I'm watching baby soul play five. I'm, I play five different songs. She moves five different ways. And I'm like, yo, that's not normal for a six month old. And I was like, oh, okay, let me expose her to celebrating movement and, and expression and what's that and not shut it down. So I play music and we'd have dance parties every day and everything. So that is supporting me in seeing the world from a different way, different lens. Cause I already work, instead of working with the adult, I work with the little kid inside of the adult. And so, because she's training me up in, real yeah. time to be so sharp not miss anything i'm so sharp and not missing anything with working with a lot of adults 
and, and retreats and everything like that. The number one compliment is like, man, you don't miss anything. I was like, my daughter has literally sharp, fine-tuned my capacity to hold and see and be and learn and listen and celebrate. And, and it's happening in real time. And you can see it in her behavior. Yeah, I can imagine. And from what I've heard you say in your interviews, it seems like you somehow have made peace with your 21-year-old daughter, which is amazing. But with this awareness that you have now and all the work that you've done on yourself and just while you have the chance to make this right from the, from the beginning, what's the key message that you want to raise baby soul with now? Um, you are seen, you are heard, you are acknowledged, you have support to be what everything inside of you is wanting you to be. And I'm assuming that's the message that you've actually embodied after going through all that you that's, have. To yeah, now, that's what I'm the right world. now. Yeah, okay. and you often treat people how you treat yourself. True. Okay, so like I said, I've absorbed a lot of your story and I want us to just deconstruct and revisit one of your lowest moments in your life where you were in prison. And I really want to understand here, like from that place of complete hopelessness where most people give up, how did you find that conviction that you're going to get out of there? That started when I was a little kid. I've watched my mom. I, I literally watched my mom um, get into many different very bad scenarios and I watched her be calm through it and she always found mm. a way to get out and I didn't know that that was unconsciously teaching me to always get back up and when our house got wow. burned when our house got burned down when I was a little kid when somebody broke into our house and then they burned it down I watched my mom lose everything and then find a way to get back on her feet you know and I've seen maybe 10 times that would have broken a, a human. My mom stayed calm. I seen her cry one time, but I saw her stay calm through the eye of the storm and always find a way to get back up on her feet, provide for her kids. And I, that was training me. And then at the same time, I used to wrestle with my brother and my brother was always 150 pounds heavier than me. And so wow. he would always tell me to get up, get up. And it was so difficult to get up while this man child was laying on me. He started puberty when he was nine. I didn't start puberty until I was 18 years old. So I was little for a very long time. So he, he wow. trained me, get up and get up and fight that heaviness. And I didn't know that between my mom and my brother gave me the greatest training, which was the bounce back ability to always be able to get up when things are difficult. Gosh, you really are the modern day Victor Frankl, you know, like just the mindset that you developed. I mean, it's crazy how you, you know, watch this movie Shawshank Redemption while you're in there and then you get inspired. And you made it happen for yourself by investing in yourself and believing in yourself and reading all these books. And it's, it's incredible, honestly. 
And you know, one of the biggest blocks we humans have is feeling stuck because of our past patterns, right? Like thinking that this hasn't happened in the past. So why would it happen now? And in some ways, I myself have some of these limiting blocks. So I'd love for you to actually walk us through this process of how does one actually change their narrative, right? Like, how do you literally translate this message of change your mindset and change your life? How I even got that was like a, it was an angel. I, I really do feel it was an angel. I was in the lowest point of my life and $200,000 in debt. And um, by the way, for everybody out there, um, the nanny usually comes at eight o'clock and I don't typically have a baby soul at this time. And her mom is at a Joe Dispenza retreat. So it's just baby wow. and daddy. So we're doing the best that we can right now. And baby soul is being so awesome. Uh, Dang, this, right. this is her first podcast. Yeah. In 2011, I was living, I was living in my car, $200,000 in debt. Um, the lowest point of my life. I was having issues with my family, my daughter, my mom was dying in the hospital and I just reached a point where that either I die or I do something about it. And, uh, in a, in a fit of just a cry for help, I actually did something about it. And that's when I yelled, I said, okay, I'm tired of fighting. I don't want to fight anymore. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people. I just want to inspire people and I want to make a bunch of money, but I want the money to represent something that I passionately be, believe in that I would do for free. Just show me a sign. Exactly, baby. And I didn't know that the sign would come a week later as a homeless man that I was asking for money. And I said, do you have any money? And because the, the guy clearly had more money than me. I had negative $2 in the bank, but I had like $2 cash and I was trying to get gas and it was $4.59 in LA at that time. And the homeless guy goes, change your mindset, change your life and walks away. So it was, I don't know what it was about that statement, but it created a conscious interrupt. It made me stop and think about my whole life. Change your mindset, change your life. So my life is this way <clears throat> because of how I've been thinking. So if I do different with the same circumstance, my life will change. So it was in that moment, I started to do the opposite of everything that I would normally do in areas of my life where I wasn't happy. I wasn't happy with my health. I wasn't happy with my friend group. I wasn't happy with just me feeling like I'm stupid. I wasn't, I wasn't happy with myself. And I trained myself to then start practicing those things. I started practicing health and practicing doing the opposite. But where it really catapulted was when I found a community of people, and this is the power of community because community is like a form of language. They're doing things, they're saying things, the energy is swaying in a different way. I found a healthy, active lifestyle community that were going in a direction that I wanted my life to go in. So naturally, everything I heard, everything I saw, the energy, everything, I morphed into the, the nature of the community. The, well, they were goal-driven. They were goal-driven and they were talking about taking over the world one healthy person at a time and 
taking care of their family and making this world a better place. And they were positive and they were listening, listening to personal development. They, they were just getting results. And so by nature, me hanging out with them, I started doing the same thing. So I lost 34 pounds, put on 19 pounds of muscle, took my body fat from 16.4% down to 6%. And that was at age 32. And I was like, wow, you get, I, my life is changing. And so many people were seeing, they're like, you're so different. Your energy is different. I want what you have. And I started supporting them with their health. And I was like, wow. And then somebody came up to me and said, thank you for making a difference. And they looked me in my, in my eyes. You're making the world a better place. And I was like, no one has ever in my life looked at me and told me that. And that's where everything started. And I started growing at the rate of the community. And this was back in 2011. So I've been doing and changing and evolving every day since then. Over a decade of continuously evolving where most people stay stuck in the identity of how they see themselves. Most people don't change their, their friends group and they stay in the, the, the trap of the mind their whole life until they die. Well, I'm, I'm you know, 12 years removed from that habitual nature. Sure. You know, I love how you actually defied this whole saying that past behavior predicts future behavior. You just like, it's all of the window, like it's gone because you reinvented yourself so amazingly well that you carved your own path by believing in your journey and believing in yourself. But while you were rebuilding yourself again, did you come across, did you encounter any fears? And if so, then how did you anchor those fears? I counter fears all the time. The thing about it is I don't, yeah. it, I don't, I still do. Being a bet, being a, the best dad in the world. When I met horribly messed up on my first daughter, when I was 22 years old, I, yeah. that's a big, it, that's a big fear, but I don't let it run my life. I notice it mm. as an and my goal is to alchemize the energy because fear is very powerful. But if you can take that energy yeah. and transmute it into a direction that actually feels good, because listen, energy can't be created nor destroyed. It can only be transferred. Fear is a big energy. So if I'm like, and then I start telling myself different. And so um, I think it wasn't a, like a defining moment. It was a gradual it's like you look at a, you go outside and you look at a, uh, like a new flower and it's got these two petals. And you're like, oh, look at that flower. And then the next day there's three. And then the next day there's five. So my change didn't come overnight. It was gradual to at the rate of nature. It's like it literally, I'm like a flower growing in real time and my life yeah. is matching. But somebody had to plant the seed. The seed was the change your mindset, change your life philosophy. And the soil was my environment and my thought environment. So over all these years, I've been able to be in fertile ground and continuously grow. Mm -hmm. And the result of my life is the fruit. And so now what I do is I teach people how to find and cultivate fertile ground how to plant the right seed and then be patient enough to allow nature to do what it does. 
without you saying, hey, when is it ever going to happen for me? Well, you're already in the happening. And what you did is you just casted out the possibility of the happening working for you because you've lost belief and you lost faith and things like that. So I, this is what I, what I teach every day. And it's in the mind, but you also have brain cells. You have brain cells in your gut that's connected to your heart. So your yeah. heart is your heart is your second brain. So I teach people how to use all of their brain, both brains, their heart and their and their and their uh, head. Is that with your divine artist program? Absolutely. It's the artist power. Sorry, sorry, my bad. What is the what does this artistic power mean for you? So artists, most people don't know. They're like, oh, I'm not an artist. I'm just a mom. Yeah, I'm really? like, the artist is the little <laughs> is the little kid inside of you before life stripped everything away from you. And I, I, I that's the place that I operate in. I had I had a quite of a journey to get there, um, but I teach people how to tap back into that energy. And that energy can unlock a power, which is called artist power. When you can take that energy and then you can transfer it, what happens is it, uh, it's like, it, it's like the switch that turns on the entire city for electricity. So the switch that can turn on the electricity for your entire life and light up your life is the power that's surging through you and, and when you are operating in your artist power, you're in co-creation with God. So all that, what has created everything, the, the planets, the stars, the, the everything, what, what inside of what makes the flower grow is also you. You just got to turn it on. Artist power is the energy that turns it on. And so my company, Artist Power, brings people back home to themselves. Through their authentic yeah, power. Their, wow, their authentic that. self. Amazing. How has, Garen, how has your um, view of success changed over the years oh, from where you, from when you first experienced success back in the early days? Yeah, uh, it went from just having money to uh, feeling free. And, you know, my, my version of my version of success surpasses money, which is a piece of paper with preconceived uh, value in it. And mm. what I then turned to, because I, I met people who they had all the money, they had all the girls, they had all the cars, but then they put a bullet into their brain. So obviously <laughs> they had, they had everything but themselves. Yeah. So I then needed to decide what my version of success was and my version of six and my version and my version of success was having peace of mind. My, ver, my version of success was having peace of mind and, and loving who I see in the mirror, having no regrets, living a life with no regrets. And before I go to bed at night, it's peaceful and it's calm. Yeah. And there's no, there's no voices in my head saying you're not good enough, you're not worthy. And that that's my version of success. And it's difficult to obtain that. Come here, baby soul. Yeah, I'm sure. What you doing, baby soul, baby soul, baby soul, baby soul, baby soul. 
What you doing, baby so? What you, what you, what you doing, baby so? What you doing, baby so, baby so? Dada. Dada, yeah. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So cute. Okay, so um, what would your advice be to the younger lot right now, Gen Zs, let's say, who are figuring their lives out and chasing this idea of success? What would you advise them against from all your experiences and journeys? Well, one, there's a unique voice inside of you. And the more that and more you allow other people to tell you who you are and what you should be doing, and it goes against anything that you've always wanted to do, like really, you'll be going against nature. And anything that goes against nature causes chaos. And anything that is with yeah. nature is always going to be in flow. So when you are in your divine nature, you will always flow in life. And I know. Okay, baby. I heard you say something very powerful in one of your talks. I think it was with the fear guy, where you basically mentioned the difference between doing something for your own self versus proving something to someone out of resentment or retaliation. Speak to me on that. Well, the health of the seed determines the growth of the tree and the fruit that it produces. So if you're doing things, even if they look good, but if you're doing something out of guilt or resentment or revenge, or you're reacting to something that your mom did that you hated and you're like, I'm never going to be like this. And then all of a sudden you start doing good. Well, the, you're, the, the seed that planted what you're doing comes from negativity. And this is why you can have a lot of good things going on in your life and still feel bad and be like, man, but why do I still feel like this? Because what birthed this was negative to begin with. So it, it carries within it the seed that created it. So what it is, to, is to go back to its, uh, the, the origin of it and sure. recreate, like make peace with your past and then recreate a, a more empowering narrative with how you're going to create moving forward. It's like you're going into the energy of the little kid where you were like, oh, I hate this. I'm never going to do this like this. Oh, do you like, you know what? My dad was doing the best he can with what he knows. I forgive him. And please forgive me for all the resentment that I held all these years. And then you clear that. And then once you clear that, you create something else from this day forward. My purpose mm. is to, my, I'm creating the possibility of supporting people and becoming better humans and things like that with clean energy, gracefully. And you're like really giving your future details from a place where you are so hurt. So I'm wondering what your views on this would be. Do you see a correlation between lack of success and resentment in people's lives? Um, I would say there is 100% correlation, but in, in yeah, and it, I, I would say a lack of love. And so there's resentment is is the fruits of where love doesn't lie. And so 
where love is, you will not find resentment. And so that that is a ripple effect yeah. of not having love. And so what I would say is where love doesn't lie, you will find a correlation. I mean, true love, not like the words love, because somebody can associate love with getting beat up by their husband or getting or, or getting yeah. or getting verbally abused by their wife and then call that love. That's actually not love when you cause harm on yeah. another individual because of the pain that's inside of you. That's not love, but you can associate that with love. So there's different variations. I'm talking about the truest essence of love. There's a direct correlation from where there is a lack of love to what energetically attracts money. And yes, there are hateful people that have lots of money. I'm not talking about that form of success. I'm talking about a holistic Mm. form of success where your life follows you and it responds to the love that you have for yourself. The direct correlation and a lack of love leads to resentment and not being able to forgive, sabotage, and so many other things that like Mm. destroy the human experience. 100%. It's coming to the place of forgiveness that's so hard sometimes, but yet so powerful. Like if you can just let go and forgive and move on, so much of our power just unlocks in that moment from our being. It's insane. Yes. And and what I mean by forgive, there's people like, well, I forgave, but the energy's still there. Forgive a thousand times over. When you go and brush Mm -hmm. your teeth every single day, you take a shower for most of you every single day, like... You can you you can leverage something that you already do every single day. Like if you go and use your bathroom time as a forgiveness sanctuary, you can go in there and be like, I forgive myself for, or I forgive this person for. Every time you go to the bathroom, now you have a daily practice of forgiveness and that will work inside of your nervous system and inside of how the universe um, works in according to the universal order. Love that. And great strategy. (laughs) Okay, so here's a bit of a candid question for you. 40 years ago, if you had chosen your mom instead of your dad, would you be where you are today? No. Well, your destiny is your destiny, but I do feel like there's alternate, there, there are alternate realities. I feel in that moment where I was driving away where we were driving away and I said, stop the car, stop the car. That was my earliest memory of my intuition. I was like, stop the car. Cause something inside said, go with your mom. And I was like, I want to go with mom. I want to go with mom. I want to go. With-. And my dad stopped the car and drove back. He didn't have to do that, but he did. So what did my dad give me? He gave me the power to choose my own destiny. So did my mom. That is the greatest gift. Any one of the greatest gifts a parent can give a child is the power to choose their own destiny. I didn't know it at that time. So making decisions was associated with dread. I don't wanna go, stalling. And I wonder why my whole life I would stall, I would procrastinate, making decisions was hard. And I thought I can get anywhere in the world in 30 minutes. Why? Because when my mom said, pick which parent you wanna go with at the age of four, I stalled, I procrastinated, I, I was just like, I don't want to go. And there's the feeling of dread. 
So even when I go out to eat in my adult years and someone gave me all these options to choose at a restaurant on a menu, the feeling of dread, my, my trauma would come right back up. I don't want to choose. You choose. So wow. I'm saying all that to say, I blamed my mom my whole life for making me choose. But then in a recent meditation, I realized in my mom's highest light, in her highest, in her highest, in her spiritual realm, she was 100% responsible, res responsible. And why would she have in that moment come through her physical body and made me choose? And that's when I said, oh my God, my mom gave me the power to choose my own destiny. And right there is my earliest memory, 10 minutes later, of my intuition. I'm known for a crazy intuition. Well, guess what? You can't access that level of intuition if you do not have deep trust. So I opened up my channel for intuition when I was four. And most people don't access that level of deep trust until they leave their Everything. parents' house after they graduate. I started if at I was, all. Uh, yeah. yeah, eventually. I started when I was four. So imagine the years, I mean, decades, over four decades of deeply trusting myself. That's wild, man. That's yeah. extremely powerful. So that, wow. was, that was my mom and my dad. None of them forced me to go with either of them. They gave me the power to choose my own destiny. Well, you are the chosen one to have lived this life that you have with all the adversities and the difficulties and just this incredible journey of growth that you've been on and now inspiring millions across the planet. So my ears are itching to hear this next answer from you, which is how would you describe an epic being? Somebody operating in their artist's power. An epic being is somebody using everything that's already inside of you to literally be all that you can be. And I want you to think about trees. They're growing to their max and they produce much fruit as possible. They send their limbs down as far as possible. A bird flies high as possible. A human, uh, I don't feel like waking up today. I don't want to work out. I'll save it for tomorrow. I, I, I this, I'm, I'm ugly. And you know what I'm saying? That there's so many different dynamics inside of a human that blocks them from being their most epic self, from operating in their op artist's power. But when you operate in your artist's power, you obliterate any of those energies that's in the way and you're operating from your highest self. That is an epic being. Oh man, I love that. It's so true. But aren't human beings also by nature like inherently lazy and pleasure driven? Yeah, they can inherit that behavior from their parents in the environment that they are around. Okay. I've seen kids not be lazy because of who raised them. So as an adult, it's about reparenting. And so I teach people ultimately how to reparent themselves for the love that they did not get for the words that they did not hear, for the acknowledgement that they did not receive. And I teach them how to do that within themselves. So the nervous system can release stored energy that's holding them back 
you know, the hot air balloon doesn't leave the ground until it releases the weight. And that's the weight of your past. And a lot of times people say, well, you know, the past is the past. Leave it, leave it in the past. Not if you didn't get the lesson. Because if you didn't get the lesson, then your future will become a recreation of your past. But if you get the lesson, then you get the blessing. The lesson is the blessing. Wow. That resonates very deeply. Super well said. Wow. Powerful words, man. Thank you for that. You're so welcome. Where would you like people to go and learn more about you, Garen? You can find me on my website, which is garenjones.com. And my, and my, um, you can find me uh, on Instagram, which is garen.jones. I have a book called Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life, which is on Amazon right now. And I have a uh, membership that just launched called Artist Power Collective. And hmm. you know, I'm doing calls once a month and I have business, we have business calls and we have breath work and we have dance and we have movement for people who are a part of the community. And so amazing. Uh, that just launched last week. And so on my website, you have the opportunity to be a part of the, the Artist Power Collective, which is revolutionizing the world and how we think and feel this is going to this is going to be eventually going to go as curriculum inside of schools for kids and and wow for the people needed. who are much needed of, for the people who are a part of the movement this is one of those ones where you you have the opportunity to be on the right side of history wow that's a big statement check it out guys well, thank you so much for being here today, Garen, and for sharing your precious baby time with me today. I'm just in complete awe of all that you have created and all that you're doing and just grateful to you for offering so many people the hope that you can change your story any freaking time you want. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for the bravery to create this platform for stories like mine to have wings. We, we, we work as a partnership. So thank you so much. All right. I'll speak to you soon. And that's the wrap. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this conversation resonated, help spread the value by sharing with a friend and feel free to share your thoughts and comments on Instagram at epic.beings. Also, to stay up to date with weekly episodes, you may want to hit subscribe. Until next time, stay epic.